Hello there, and welcome to the Wonder Tooth Podcast with Dr. Saad. This will be our weekly episode. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are having your best year ever. This is Dr. Saad, the founder of Dent Blanche Dental, the best luxury dental spa in the US, and she will be your host. Dr. Saad will take you to the secrets and wonders of having an incredible smile, as well as healthy teeth and an overall health. She will give you some tips to make sure our podcast is rocking and rolling. Let's go, baby. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to our uh, new episode of uh, the Wonder Tooth Podcast. Uh, today, we are very lucky to have um, a very nice friend, a good friend, Ajiri Adoja. Hi, Ajiri. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so today, we are actually going to talk about women in business. Um, me, as a dentist, I own the practice. How is it easy to run a business for women in general, or is it a hard thing? So do you want to tell me a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'm Nigerian. Um, came from Nigeria to the U.S. when I was seven. Growing up, my parents were hard on education. That is the only way that they knew to survive and to, to make it in this world. So we were really big on education. Um, I studied business in college, and then I went on to get a master's in healthcare administration. Oh, wow. I had plans of running a hospital at one point, but then I kind of dived into property management. I fell in love with property management industry, and I did that for a really long time in California. I transitioned over to New Jersey and did some property management. Now I'm working in HR, and my husband and I actually started our own property management business where we are doing third-party management for um, you know, um, property owners and things like that. And um, yeah, so that's kind of my, my deal with business. That's crazy. Wow. So you came from California? I did. How do you find it here in New Jersey? Uh, it's been an adjustment. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. snow, the weather, it's definitely different. And my whole family's in California. So I do miss California, but this is my home. I have my family here now, my husband, my daughter. So this is home now. And it's a nice area. Like, it's you know, New Jersey is not as crazy as, you know, New yes. York or Philly. So it's kind of like the suburb. Great. Yeah. So why did you get into business management in HR? What made you do that? Yeah. So I've, I've always wanted to have my own thing, right? So working in property management, I got all the way up to being a regional manager where I had um, a territory in California. I was wow. in the Bay Area. I was managing a portfolio of apartments. We were in affordable housing. Um, and I felt like I was making a difference. I really loved it. But when I moved to the East Coast, it was tough for me, honestly, to find a company that I felt I connected with and mm -hmm. that shared the same sense of morals that I did. In California, I worked for the same company. Like, well, as soon as I graduated college, same company. I probably would still be working for them if I was still in California. So. You know, not having that same thing, I start to think, well, gosh, why don't I start my own? If I want to make a difference in this industry, maybe I should start my own. My husband is in finance. However, I call him um, a finance guy by day, but at nighttime, he's a contractor. I mean, he can do tile, hardwood. He does everything. So I wow. said, gosh, I have the background in property management. You're really good at fixing things. Why don't we start our own property management company? 
and we we started in 2020 and we have a couple of properties under our belt now that wow. we're, we're managing and um we have our own investment property as well that's so great. that's that's kind of how we that's started that's great <laughs> and that's the way to do it really like you know if you have a dream you really have to pursue for all the little girls, if you have a dream, don't listen to the others who tell you, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. You follow your own dream. We are all um, born for a purpose. Yeah. So my purpose, me, basically, I like to carve. I like to make sculptures. I like to paint. I like to draw. So this is how I became a dentist. And um, as you said it, actually, I worked for somebody and I said, oh, you know what? I don't think this is going to be for me on the long term, like especially... You grow up a little bit and then you have a family and you have kids and you want to have your own little kind of niche. And I decided, you know what, it's time to grow and it's time to own your own place. Of course, it's a lot of work, but it's definitely worth it. And we are strong women and, you know, anybody can do it. Yeah. All the girls out there, all the women out there, you can get things done. Yeah. You just have to focus and persevere. I agree a thousand percent. I, I love that you mentioned you know, talking about like the next generation of women, right? Like we, I have a daughter and I think that's, I got pregnant in 2020 and that's when we started our business. And I think that's when things start to really sink in for me is that, yeah, it's not just me. It's representation matters. Other mm -hmm. little girls need to see us as women doing things, owning things, leaving our footprint in the world so that they know that, yeah, they can do it as well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I will say that's one of the things when my husband first came to the dentist's office. And I remember he was like, oh, it's owned by a woman. And I was like, what? I was so impressed and so blown away. And I was like, I have to meet this person. This is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it's not just a dental office. That's right. It's not just a dental office. That's <laughs> absolutely it's a, right. It's a little bit more. It's a lot more, actually. With the pond. With the and, and the helicopter pad. Did and you the, see the helicopter I did. And, and a glamour yard. room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Our little touch. That's right. You know, we right. we we love pretty things. We love yeah. you know uh, to be surrounded by beauty yeah. and uh, yeah, this is why we're here. Yeah, that's incredible. So um, I hear you are writing a book. I am. <laughs> wow, you have like a lot of hats. You're a mom. You own a business, and now you're writing a book. I am. So um, I'm I'm writing a children's book. You know, in the African American community, hair is it's a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. We are mm -hmm. hair and all of that. So I, and I've been through my struggles with my hair growing up and I wanted my hair to look a certain way and I wasn't happy with my hair. It was too hard. It was too this. So I went through all of that struggles and then learning to love and appreciate my own hair. So I had a friend of mine who told me, she's like, my daughter came up to me and she said, mom, I want my hair to look like yours because she always wore straight wigs. And so she said, gosh, my daughter doesn't even know that I have the same hair as she does, that it's it's curly, what? it's an afro, it's it's African-American hair. And but she that's did, a beauty, It's though. a beauty that yeah. we don't appreciate. And so that inspired me to write this book called I Love My Thick Curly Hair. And it's about a mom learning to love and appreciate her own hair so that her daughter can see the beauty in her hair, too. Um, and it just kind of, it just inspired me to, to do this. And when I was writing the book, I wrote it in 2020, and it's taken so long for me to finish publishing it because I wanted everything to be perfect. I literally sent photos of my daughter and my husband and myself because I wanted them wow. to have realistic people wow. in the book and, and all of that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Because I want little 
yes. black girls to look at that book yes. and to see themselves in, yes. in the book. So I, I agree <laughs> with you 100%. Yeah. 100%. And maybe in the next book, we'll talk about teeth then. <laughs> yes, I love my teeth. I love my teeth. I love my teeth. <laughs> this is not a bad idea. <laughs> Stay tuned for that book, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody, it's coming, okay? <laughs> so back again to HR. So why did you decide specifically for HR? Hmm, good question. So when you're in property management, you really do wear multiple hats, right? Um, I used to hire my own team. Um, I would interview. I would do performance management. I would terminate people. If they have to be terminated, I'll come up with performance pl improvement plans. I mean, you wear so many different hats, right, in a, when you're working in property management. And when I decided to go on my own and to start my own business, I also started to think, I want to make a change. If I'm going to be working for a company, I wanted to make a change. And I thought the best way to do that is to get into HR. And I remember when I spoke to my recruiter, my recruiter said, no way, you're an operations girl. You, you don't know anything about HR. Like, it's going to be hard to sell you on HR. And I don't think he had much luck finding. So I said, I'm going to look myself. And I started to look myself. And um, I had just had my daughter. So I said, I want to sit out for a little bit. Six months after having her, I wanted to get back into the workforce, and I started looking in only HR, and I landed a job in HR. And I remember he called me, and he's like, oh my gosh, you got a job in HR? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what recruiter did you work for? I said, myself. I looked myself, That's and amazing. I found what I wanted, That's you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, and I, and I fell in love with HR. I really do. I love working with people. Um, right now, I specifically work in talent management, so I recruit um, for anything from engineers to wow. marketing managers to um, innovation directors. Like, I, I really recruit for our entire company. I work very close. We have a recruiting company. And I kind of manage that, that um, relationship. In addition to that, I also um, work with, like, performance management for the company. I work closely to our with our director of talent management to kind of kick off our performance um, uh, our annual performance cycle. I also work in DEI, helping to like put DEI programs together for the company. So I love it. I get to work with people all day. I get to work with employees and build relationships. And that's what I really enjoy doing. You are doing a lot of things. Thank wow. You. And I thought I was doing a lot. Oh, of you are. Listen <laughs> to you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Do you feel um, a difference between uh, you being a woman? as a manager compared to a man as a manager? Absolutely. Um, I think especially when I first started, um, you know, it was, it was tough. I, I would notice sometimes I would have to manage men mm -hmm. and um, men that were older than me mm -hmm. um, a lot of the times. And it was tough. I, I had to learn to be assertive and to stand firm in a decision that I would make. Um, I remember I had an employee where I was hired in as a GM for a property. He had been on the property for a long time, um, and he thought the next progression would have been to promote him, but they brought in someone new who was me. So then he was my assistant. And that relationship was really, really tough, and it came to a point where I had to have a conversation and say, hey, at the end of the day, I'm the GM here. So it, these are these are the boundaries, and, mm -hmm. and you have to respect that relationship. And mm -hmm. I had to really grow and learn to be very assertive, not to second-guess myself, because mm -hmm. everyone's looking for me to fail, right? Yeah. When you walk in as a woman, they're looking for you to fail. They're looking for you to be weak and not to 
be assertive yep. and you know but but you have to really grow into that and lean into that mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um i think it's taught me to trust myself mm -hmm. much more than i ever would have been able to trust mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. yeah. and look at what you have become thank you it's really and i think it's also for me as a dentist i kind of had the same scenario it wasn't as much but you know um dental school for example mm -hmm. like it was not a lot of women in there or girls in there mm -hmm. it's mostly dominated by men but now thank goodness we have more um ladies and girls actually you know trying to become mm -hmm. a dentist um then here in the dental office um not in my office obviously but i used to work for somebody before mm -hmm. and they would come in and they would look at me and it's like where is the dentist i'm like i am the dentist so you know like usually they're like older people yeah. and i'm like i am the dentist you know and they would look at me and little by little once you start to talk to them a little bit and explain to them then they would be like oh I think you're you're good, and yeah. I, I I'm like I think it's so too. <laughs> I think so too. Um, but actually, uh, to be a dentist and a business owner, uh, it's not easy. It's very rewarding, but it's not easy because the same thing you have to manage your team. You also have to deal with a lot of stresses, and a lot of people they don't really know that. You have to deal with vendors, you have to deal yeah. with labs, you have to deal with a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, a lot. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. But you kind of, you know, take it easy, and you definitely have to select a really good team mm -hmm. to help you in this. And basically, you give everyone, like, kind of, okay, this is what you guys do, and it works from there. Yeah. And we, are, we have a great team here. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I couldn't be, like, luckier. Yeah. And we have, you know, a, a man, like, he's one of our team, and he's been incredible, a great asset. Yeah. So I really think for all girls out there, and this is really the big message now, you can still have the glamour, you can still have the beauty, you can still have whatever it takes, but you also have the brains, yeah. and you need to really follow your dreams. Mm -hmm. You are... Whatever color you are, whatever shape you are, whether you're big or small or tiny, mm -hmm. you are beautiful. And you have to acknowledge that. You really have yeah. to understand that. Yeah. And you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah, I agree. I, I really do. And I think that that message is it's so important, right? And, and it's timeless because there are, even at, at my age, I mean, I'm a mom and I've grown in my career, but I still have insecurities that I deal with mm -hmm. every day. And I still sometimes feel inadequate and I still feel like, okay, I'm not good enough. Or I still get nervous when I was going to do the book. My husband pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. And, you know, sometimes I'm still like, ah, I don't know if I'm good enough. You know, I don't know if, if, if I should be doing this. But that message is so timeless for everyone, every woman at every age to remember that because it isn't easy. And it just gets harder, right? Mm -hmm. or, or more complicated, right? The mm -hmm. older you get and then now you have children, you're in the mm -hmm. mix. Or maybe you, you get married or, you know, there are other priorities that... that Kind of fall on your plate and juggling everything or even if that's not the route for you and decide mm -hmm. you decide i want to just full-on be in my career the older you get the more things fall on your plate right true, so yeah. keeping that in mind and, and and remembering that no matter what like follow your dreams and you are good enough like who's to tell you you're not good enough you absolutely. are good enough absolutely you're good enough and uh you're gonna do whatever you dream to yeah. do you just have to focus and persevere Exactly. And that's really the message today, guys. We're not really, we're not talking mostly about teeth, but 
one part of it is teeth. It's like, you know, the business aspect of it. Um, how to run a business in general. It's, it's not easy, but it can be done. And when you are a woman, basically the others, they think, okay, well, you know what? They can say whatever they want to say or do whatever, but no, you have to stand up for yourself. You got to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we need women in all these different industries, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, in the dentist and dental in industry, there weren't a lot of women, mm -hmm. right? So it, it's, a, and when I think back to it, all of my dentists, I probably have all been male mm -hmm. so it's amazing to hear that you know that this is something that's happening in this industry like how awesome is that for a little girl listening to this and then to say you know what yeah maybe I do want to explore mm -hmm. that or maybe I want to give it a try or I've seen women that are dentists and I want to be like that you yeah. know that's that's really really cool yeah, yeah yeah I actually wanted to become a dentist nobody really knows about that because I had a very sweet orthodontist she was so and she was a lady wow. and she was super nice and I said oh I think I'm gonna do this wow. when I grow up and she was like it's tough and I said but I like challenges wow and she looked at me and she said maybe you can become yeah. a dentist and of course I love you know like drawing and painting mm. and sculptures and it's just that you know you play with your hands you do things mm. you create little statues or whatever and here I am I'm carving teeth all day long and that's so interesting because like I love to hear you say that like you love carving and because I never until you said it that it, I made the connection that oh my gosh that is so true right so that's something important that I think we need to pay attention to is when your children are young what things do they love to do mm -hmm. what things are they naturally drawn mm -hmm. to you know what mm -hmm. I mean like mm -hmm. I never thought of that connection yeah. but it's true it is true I, I really wanted to become an artist like I mm. still draw I do some paintings wow. here and there whenever I get awesome. I mean it's pretty busy now yeah but I mean this is my hobby I like to awesome. make little things and yeah. and that's usually when we do veneers and they like oh you pay a lot of attention to details yeah because I love that Wow. because I'm enjoying this yeah it's me putting a little masterpiece in the mouth really yeah it is it is and that is really really interesting that's yeah. interesting now I've my husband told me about um there's like a patent that you that you have here right like we have a lot of technology here. wow <laughs> we have a lot of technology yeah. wow wow yeah. so that's you can awesome. actually literally come you sit and um, we can scan your teeth we can give you a whole smile makeover on the same day because we have the technology to do it. Not yeah. a lot of offices, they have that, mm -hmm. but we kind of excel. That's like awesome. I've been doing this for so long now and we have the technology for years and I'm taking like a million courses every wow. few months. Like next month, I'm traveling to actually three different places in the United States to actually learn about the new advances. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. You have to keep up. You do. That's a big thing actually that, um, that you know, we, we really promote in HR with all of the employees is that you remind them like you have to stay ahead of yep. the game and yep. continue to learn that life is ne it's like a continuous learning circle we cannot forget it that. really is yeah. it really is yeah. so I guess we talked today about few important very important things but the message is whoever you are whatever you look like you are beautiful you can get all your dreams you can have them all come true yeah I agree and it's such a beautiful message yeah and uh, I want I want the book. Yes, I definitely. <laughs> I for sure will bring you a copy. And everyone, stay tuned for I Love My Teeth. <laughs> the next yeah, book. Coming. That's the next book. Okay, how to brush? How to brush? That's of right. Course. Yeah. <laughs> <we go. laughs>
amazing today. Thank you very much, Ajiri, for coming today. I really appreciate that. And uh, if you guys um, want to know more about Ajiri and what, what is she doing and the name of her book, we're going to have all of this in the show notes. Please reach out to her if you have uh, any questions. And you are more than welcome to reach out to me in person here at um, our office in Dom Blanche in um, Princeton, New Jersey. Uh, we can we can take care of your teeth. I think we can. Oh, uh, yeah. I think you'll be in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. And, um, of course, you know, if you're going to take care of your teeth, they will take care of you. Until then, keep smiling with Dr. Saad. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to our weekly podcast. This show wouldn't really be possible without you. If you are a fan of the show, please leave us a comment on Instagram at rodwasad underscore DMD. The link is in the show notes. Until our next episode, remember, if you take care of your teeth, your teeth will take care of you. Keep smiling with Dr. Saad.